In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. This thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to another Garlic Marketing Show brought to you by Authentic Web. If you're looking to tell your customer stories, uh, the best way to do it is through video case stories. Authentic Web can help you capture those, create those, and spread those relatively easy. So just go to AuthenticWeb.media to learn more. And today's guest is a repeat offender. Actually, he was on the Dow of Inbound, the or first in, uh, first version of my podcast and now he's on the garlic market show uh, you can go dive in and listen to his whole biography it's amazing but he's built eight big businesses and sold them retired eight years ago and now has another big business of 130 people in his online mastermind 10 masterminds some of the best i know a lot of people in there a lot of very successful people in there aaron walker thanks so much for being on the show again Hey, Ian. Thanks a lot, buddy. I guess I didn't botch it up too bad the first time you invited me back. So thank you, man, for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's always, I mean, it's, it's always inspiring to talk to you. It's exciting. I mean, you've been through a lot in your life. And I want to talk to you about the mastermind. I want to talk to you about relationships. And we talked a little bit about before the show how what's working for with you uh, really well. You said on private messaging and some of the video strategies. We'll get to those at the end because we want people to listen to the whole thing. Um, but let's talk a little bit about how you, you've built this business now. Because and Tell me a little about the business you have now and how you've gone about it. Because I've seen a lot of people try and build masterminds and it, it, you know, fail. How are you doing it? Well, first of all, let me say uh, eight years ago I was going to retire. And in my mastermind group were a couple of guys, Dave Ramsey and Dan Miller and Ken Abraham and some of those guys we met in Dave's office for about 12 years in mastermind. And when I retired eight years ago, they said, what are you going to do now? They said, you've retired more than the law allows. Like, Like, right, first time at 27 and then at 40 and now at 50. And it's like, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to move to the Caribbean. I'm going to sit on the front porch of one of those little tiki huts, and I'm going to rock myself into an oblivion. And Dan Miller <laughs> leaned over and looked at me, and he said, that's the most selfish thing I've ever heard you say. And he didn't laugh. And I laughed, and I said, dude, I've been working since I was 13. And he goes, I don't care. You're only 50. And you've built a number of successful businesses. He said, you and Robin have had a great marriage over three decades. He said, you need to coach and teach other people how to do that. And I said, no, I am tired. I'm not coaching anybody. And Dave Ramsey said, why don't you come and do entree leadership mastery? It'll be a gift from me to you. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. It's 10 grand to go to that. And so I did. And Ian, I loved it. I mean, it was like lit me up like a Christmas tree. It was just so much fun. And then Dan said, come and do innovate out at the sanctuary. We all live here, you know, in Nashville. And so I went out to the sanctuary, did innovate, And that night I was on my way home and Dan texted me and he said, Hey, big A, he said, did you see the people at your table? I said, what do you mean? Did I see them? He goes, they were leaning in 
listening to your stories. And I said, well, maybe I just know how to tell a story. And he said, no, you've got something to say. And he said, I really think you need to coach. So I go home and I'm a person of faith. So I pray about everything. So I prayed about it and talked to Robin about it. And I said, maybe we give it a shot. She goes, I thought you retired. And I said, I did retire, but what am I going to do every day? Play golf or fish? You know, that doesn't work out well. (laughs) So I started coaching a couple of guys and Ian, something happened in me, something transformed in me. I just love to see the progress. And so I started doing podcast interviews and my business just blew up. I mean, absolutely blew up. Well, I had 15 one-on-one coaching clients and Robin goes, this is going to kill you. How are you going to do this? And I said, well, I've been doing mastermind groups now for 20 years, every week for 20 years. I know how to run them. And so I'm going to duplicate that. So I started doing the mastermind groups. Well, I filled up a group a couple of weeks later, filled up another group and I kept doing the podcast interviews, kept filling up the groups. And I thought, man, there's a real need here in our niche market are men, right? Nothing against women. There's plenty of groups out there for women, but it's men. And so we have formulated a process and a system by which we nurture you personally and professionally. We help meet your needs. We have an accountability tool. We have facilitators that are running the groups now. And we have themes every month. We have book questions. People know far in advance what they're going to be doing. We have people that are leading the groups that are appointed. We have what's called man in the middle. And we've just built out this system that helps people accomplish their goals and dreams very systematically. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, and I, coaching, mentoring is super important. But I was talking to someone yesterday about, all, I mean, no offense to anyone out there, but there's sure. a, a lot of people that should not be coaching. There's a lot right. of people that should not be running masterminds. What do you think are the keys to, and I, I want to get to in a second about how you're filling up the mastermind, but I want to know what are the, I mean, because everyone should have a business coach, at least one. Everyone should be in a mastermind. What are the keys to find a great business coach and being in the right mastermind? Well, a couple of things that you need to do. First of all, I think our world is starving to death for authenticity. You know, you get the Facebook persona, and I hate that. I hate people standing up before everybody saying, I got it all figured out. Things are good. Uh, I work four hours a week, and, you know, <laughs> it may be good for Tim Ferriss. It wasn't good for me. You know, it's like, hey, he, he, people take that out of context. But the thing is, is that you need somebody that's going to be vulnerable, transparent, authentic, and honest with you. That can tell you things that may tickle your ear, but it may be the things that you need to hear that it's going to tick you off or it's not going to sit well with you. But we need, I, I refuse to have that Facebook persona. I'm like, you know, things are good for me and I have a great family, great kids. I have beautiful grandchildren, but man, is there tr- trials and tribulations and struggles that we go through and how do you deal with that? And that's what I want to get to. I want to get to the real man. I want to let the facade down. I want to let everything, you know, I don't want to live behind a veil. I want to say, hey, this is the real deal. And so once you get to that point and you've got somebody that can walk you through that, you need to hire and measure coach. That's the kind of guy that you need. It's the counsel of the multitudes, right? When you get together, there's non-biased, trusted advisors that can help you understand the reality of your life and help you go to where you want to go and be genuine with you. Then that's the people that you want to be around in masterminding coaches. So uh, finding those people, how do you go about finding them? How did you go about finding them? I mean, obviously now we can just call you up. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. There's plenty of other good coaches out there. They're they're, they're everywhere, but it's through referrals. 
It's through recommendations of other people that have experienced it. If you've noticed on Amazon, the first thing you look at is the reviews, right? You don't buy anything. If there's three reviews on there, you're not going to touch it. So I would just say do your due diligence. Really put out into your network that you're looking for a great business coach. And then call the people. Oftentimes, people will call me and say, hey, Big A, I want you to coach me. And I'll say, hey, before I do, though, I want you to call these six or eight people. And I'll give them six or eight references. Oftentimes, I'll ask when I hire a coach, hey, give me the past 25 clients that you've dealt with, and I'll pick my own reference and referral. Nobody's going to give you a referral, you know, that's not going to say something good about you. Same way when we were in construction, I would always say, hey, here are the last 25 or 30 houses that we built. Call all of them and get a general consensus of how we do across the board, right? Anybody can pick out two or three people that's going to tell you something good. So I really do my due diligence. I hired Dr. David Kruger to be my personal coach. He's head of psychology at Baylor University for 25 years. He's got about eight books to his credit, about 75 medical papers and journals. He's in the Doctors Who's Who of America. He coaches NFL players and movie stars. And, like, I did my homework on this guy. Because I wanted to understand why I do the things I do. And I thought I need somebody in psychology who can help me understand that. So I did my homework. Same way with me or anybody else. Do your due diligence, right? I'm a good salesman. I can tell you anything. I can convince you I'm a good coach. But when my clients convince you my life is transformed as a result of it, see, that's the proof in the pudding, right? That's mm-hmm. the people that can attest to what you do. So take your time, do your due diligence, and get referrals from your network. That's uh, that's great advice. Um, but it, I mean, how have I mean, obviously, coaches have transformed your life. You've been doing it for a long time. You wouldn't have been in those masterminds just to hang out with your friends, uh, I'm assuming. Um, but in, do you have a variety of coaches or do you have a single coach at a time? Yeah, I have coaches for everything. You know, I have golf coaches, you know, that teach you how to swing, you know, as people say, well, I can't really afford that. Well, it depends on how long you want it to take you to get to that next spot. Coaches can throw gasoline on something that's really good. There's transformational coaches. There's career coaches. It depends on what kind of coach you're looking for. I hire Internet marketing coaches. You know, I'll hire a guy on LinkedIn recently, you know, Michael Yablowski. I hired him to help me understand why my LinkedIn connections weren't what they should. And he came back to me one day and he goes, do you mind if I do a test, do a word cloud on your profile in LinkedIn? And I said, sure. So he came on live in front of about 30 of our mastermind guys, and he used me as a pilot, as a test case. And he said, the problem with you is you talk too much about yourself. (laughs) I started Mm. laughing. He threw me under the bus big time, bigger than Dallas, right there in front of everybody. I said, what do you mean? He said, nobody cares. He said, all you talk about is who you know in your relationships on your LinkedIn profile. Nobody cares you know Dave Ramsey. Nobody cares you know Dan Miller or Ken Abraham. What people want to know is is how your life is going to transform theirs. They want to know what you know so that their life can be better. So you need to start answering questions on this profile. And he just transformed the way I think. Well, I would have never figured that out in a million years. I thought everybody cared that I was friends with Dave Ramsey. Nobody cares. What they care about and what they're Googling in this SEO is things that are helping them solve their problem. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the light came on for me. Well, he cost me three or four hundred bucks, right? It's no big deal to have this time with him, but it transformed everything with my LinkedIn connections. Same goes true for everything. Social media, I hire people to help me understand how to do SEO, how to do videos. 
how to do, you know, you fill in the blank, whatever it is. I don't think you can afford not to have them mm-hmm. personally, right? You can figure it out on your own, but how many years is it going to take you to get there? And what is your loss of revenue as a result of the length of time that it took you to get there? Such a good point. Such a good point. I think there's so many people stuck in that idea that of doing everything themselves and also that they don't need any outside help. And, I, you know, entrepreneurs to get started have to be self-reliant, but it, it's so important. And like, especially like in something like marketing, like you're talking about is hey, even if you're going to do it yourself, have someone that's guiding you. I, I know I've, I've studied everything about marketing been doing this podcast for three years, talked to 250 marketing experts and I still need help. You know, you can't, you can't see the forest through the trees. Right. Um, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Or, you know, or you just might be looking at the wrong thing. Um, yeah. You said something pretty profound. I want to make sure that the audience didn't miss. You said that uh, we need help doing everything. We have a hard time delegating. Mm-hmm. And see, for me, I want to delegate everything except only what I can do. Yeah, you could save a few bucks doing this or that. But the opportunity cost is huge. And so we either figure out how to automate things, eliminate things, or delegate things. And I get down to the point where I only want to do what I can do. I call it the 30 times rule. And a lot of people that never heard of that. Well, here's what it is. If it takes you an hour to do something, and it's redundant, you do it every single day. Be willing to invest 30 hours of training to someone to take that off your plate. If I were to say to you today, Ian, I can get you a 750% return on your investment. Well, you're all in, right? It's like Mm -hmm. you think of money, 750%, you're getting a percent and a half in your savings account. It's the same with time. If you do the math, if you invest uh, 30 hours into somebody to take an hour off your plate, you get that time back forever, and it's a 750% return on your investment. But most people won't allocate the time necessary to train somebody. And so that's what we need to do to get it off your plate so that you can focus only only what you can do. That's great. And and that's a, a, a great point. It's it's funny because in marketing, I say the same thing where people, you know, they're like, I, I hear this. I want a 10 to 1, 21, 30 to 1 return. But if if I could give you a 5 to 1 return on a stock, you would go empty out your, your, your right. bank account, empty out sure. everything. You would spend all day staring at that stock in the slight chance that I might right. be right. But like you said, I mean, at 30, but it, it's, it's daunting. It's daunting. Right. Like, how do I do that? Um, and I think that's a conversation for another time is like, how do you train those people? But I'm sure all that stuff happens in ISI. You guys work through it. Tell me a little bit more about iron sharpens iron how how it works what what does that look like what's the process of working inside there yeah thank you every single person that makes application to join iron sharpens iron i interview personally and the reason i do that is because i'm looking for givers not takers we have a lot of people that make application to join in the past not necessarily as much now but they were like What is the average income of the person that's in there? Who are they going to be able to connect me with? They ask all these questions, probing questions for themselves. And at the end, I say, you know, quite honestly, Billy, you wouldn't be a good fit in our group. And they're like, what? What do you mean? And I'm like, all you've asked about is what you're going to get out of it. You've not told me what you're going to bring. See, the truth of the matter is we got to be givers. And when we're givers, the natural reciprocity, you're going to get all you need. So we've got 130 people that are givers. 
Well, quite honestly, I can't even do all the things that I need to do as a result of those relationships now because I give and I give and I give. It's the Gary Vanderchuk jab, 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 right hook. It's the same thing. You've got to give and give and give and give value. We spend probably a third of our time reaching out, promoting, and helping other people. It's what we teach in the mastermind group. And then they start seeing people want to be around them because they're not takers. They share their cars. They don't hold them close to their vest. And they're always giving and helping. You know, a buddy of ours, Jason, we were talking about earlier, had that mentality early on, hide your cards, don't show. (laughs) And we taught him through that transition to share and to give. And he called me one day. He goes, dude, this is a fun way to live your life. (laughs) Many opportunities are opening now as a result of that mindset shift. Carol Dweck talks about it in her book, Mindset. you got to have a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. We have an accountability tool that we fill out every week to keep it front and center in your mind. We have man in the middle where you are focused on every five weeks in the group. You bring your trials and tribulations to the group, and we help you solve that. We have a 27-page directory with all the people in it, and we encourage cross-pollination to help you accomplish your goals and dreams through other relationships. We're huge on building relationships we read books every month. We have a theme every month. I mean, it's it's a it's a whirlwind of activity that goes on in there. And so, how did you? You talked a little bit about podcasting and how you grew it with podcasting. Was that the main source? Tell me a little bit about what the tools that you used sure. to grow this group, to grow this community, because everyone wants to grow a community. Right. Well, the thing is, for me, I spend probably twenty five percent of my time doing podcast interviews. Uh, Four years now, I've been doing podcast interviews, and we're about to approach a thousand interviews that I've done in the past 48 months. So I'm doing about 200 a year right now. And it's absolutely been the catalyst for our growth. Because when you do great, you know, podcasts on shows like yours, you have a huge audience and people resonate with what you're talking about. Well, when you're doing, you know, 200 of those a year, and then I know yours is a big one. You get a lot of downloads, but there's many that you'll do that you get a million, two million, three million downloads a month. Some of these shows are doing. Well, it doesn't take a lot of those in order for you to build your audience pretty rapidly. So I did it kind of backwards. We have a podcast also called View from the Top, mm-hmm. but I built my audience first by leveraging other person's audiences, right? And so I got on, tried to give great value, but as a result, we've built our audience on podcasts. So I'm a huge advocate and a proponent for podcasts. I think it's an amazing tool for a number of reasons. It's a good tool for you as a host because you can monetize it. You also can have introductions to people you never would have gotten an opportunity to meet otherwise. Uh, It gives you a great platform to share your thoughts and to share your business. And then you can do the promotion, you know, as you just interviewed, I mean, um, introduced the person that's sponsoring your show. There's revenue as a result of that. So there's many, many benefits if you have a great show. So for us, it's probably 80, 85 percent of our marketing strategies, podcasts, uh, being a guest on podcasts. So once you do get the podcast, because you talked, I I was reading one of your blog posts actually that features Jason, you talk about relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think that relationships and marketing, people are skipping the relationship. Um, You know, and and I'm sure you get a bunch of leads coming in now, 200 podcasts a year. That's that's talking to a lot of people. Um, You get a bunch of leads. How are you nurturing those relationships? Because you seem like an authentic guy to me that wouldn't just be blasting everyone. 
Yeah, well, we don't blast everyone, and we do try to nurture those uh, through drip campaigns that we have. Uh, we're getting involved now in click funnels and some things that we try to add value. And uh, we, we also try to reach out individually to the ones that we kind of weed through to see that are very serious. Uh, my phone line, phone number's online. My email is online. I'm very, very uh, accessible uh, to our whole community. Now, let me say this also. There's a bandwidth problem for everybody. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You can only reach out individually. Uh, I talked to Andy Stanley, came to our mastermind group. Dave Ramsey brought him in once, and he was talking about his new book that he wrote. And he did say something because he has a huge church now in Bulkhead there in Atlanta. And he said, do for a few what you wish you could do for everybody. So we try to be very authentic in our communication, but the truth is you, I can't talk to every single person. I can't answer every single email, but we do try to do it to the best of our abilities. We do try to develop systems and processes to reach out to people. We're about to start doing videos that will answer a lot of questions. People ask me, you, you know well as I do, you get asked the same question a lot. And so we're going to start categorizing some of these videos that we do to answer those questions. So our team can reach out and see Ian's got a question on relationships. Here's a great video. Three minutes. Watch this. Uh, here's my book. Here's where you can get it. If you have additional questions, reach out. And we'll try to get to you individually. So um, that that's fantastic. And it's a great way to I, I love that quote. Um, it, it's just, it's so true to, you know, doing for a few, what you wish you could do for everyone. Uh, that's a great way to leverage your time, figure out what you're going to do and still be helping people because I think we all need to help people. Um, but you know, so growing this and now you use podcasting this time and you have all these businesses, all these business owners come through when it comes to growing and scaling a business, which you've done eight times and you're doing this time, what do you think is the universal thing that has made you successful and helps your group members to be successful? Yeah, consistency, hands down, is the best tool we've got, uh, only second to relationship building. And a lot of the people online today hide behind the screen and they miss the interaction with the personal relationship. There's nothing trumps relationships, nothing. Mm -hmm. If you know somebody in a certain specific industry, that will get you further than anything, having that personal connection, that relationship. And here's what we do often, and I don't do it as well as I did at one time because when your audience starts growing, it's a little more difficult. But I would try to email or call two or three people every day just to check on them. And here's how it usually goes. When your phone rings and Ian calls me, something goes through my mind. It's like, I wonder what he wants. I wonder what he's going to tell me. I wonder if he's going to help me. He either sucks the life out of the room or he encouraged me. Something goes through your mind every time your phone rings and you look and it's Ian or Aaron or whoever. Well, I want an indelible impression on people to know that I care about them. And so the way the phone call goes is, hey, Ian, how's it going? Good. How's your wife, your children? Everybody's good. Business is good. Well, you're always waiting on the question. You're always like, well, what is he calling for? He's getting to the question. He's being polite. He's getting to the question. Okay, man, I was just checking on you. Wanted to see how you were. And you hang up and you go, he was really interested in me. I mean, like he didn't ask to borrow my lawnmower and he didn't ask to be on the show. I mean, like that guy was really calling me. See, that makes an indelible impression on people because you really thought about them, you cared about them, and we do that all the time. 
then when you do need something, you can call in and say, hey, Ian, I'd love to be back on your show again. Well, yeah, man. I mean, because like we forged that relationship. I'm not just calling to borrow your lawnmower. I'm calling to because I care about you. And I, it's that personal connection. And we've done that. The other thing is consistency. And this is probably, if you don't hear anything else on the show, hear this. I'm the weeble wobble doll. You hit me, I'll, I'll come right back. You hit me, I'll come right back. We do everything consistently every single day without fail. Brian Moran wrote the 12-week year. And if you want your life to change, get that program and implement it. The strategy is amazing because you follow the lead indicators every single day. See, it doesn't matter if I feel like it or not. We do it. Same way with Facebook Live videos. I made a commitment three years ago to do three to four Facebook video lives every single week. And without fail, I've not missed. And it's the consistency, right? People know that they can count on you. Podcast interviews do 200 a year. I go home at night sometimes, I can't talk. Literally, I can't talk. And I get up tomorrow and I do it again because I know it works. Same way with the phone calls, same way with the email. But well, here's what happens, Ian. People do it for about six weeks. I told a guy one time, I said, you got to blog three times a week, and you do this for a period of time. Great SEO value. You give and you give and you give. Well, he did it for about six weeks, and I called him one day, and I said, hey, I noticed on LinkedIn there was no more of your blogs. And he goes, well, I tried it for six weeks, and I didn't get any <laughs> reply. I said, man, I wear shirts longer than six weeks. <laughs> I mean, like, you've got to keep on, keeping on, keeping on, keeping on. Grit, determination, perseverance will absolutely get you there. Grit is the one of the most common denominators among wealthy people that there is. Grit, right? You try, you keep on, you keep on, and you do it consistently. And then one day you reach a critical mass, and that self-perpetuates. Then it starts reaching out. But most people quit before they reach the critical mass. I think that's an important point, the critical mass. And I, I don't. I don't know if you agree with this, but I, I think most people think it's it's this line or a curve. But I, there's this theory in um, in evolutionary biology, and it's called punctuated equilibrium, where things go like this, 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 you know, a straight level, and just pop. But you don't ever know when that's going to happen. And, you know, it, it's and everyone thinks it's an overnight success, but it's, it's that pushing. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And you don't grow just in a linear line. It's just not that it's stair steps. And I'll tell you, be thankful you don't because you don't have the infrastructure in place to support it. So when those stagnant periods come, it allows you to build the infrastructure to get the next pop. And so people push and they push and they push and they don't get anything. And here's what they do. The worst thing they could possibly do. They follow the next shiny object mm -hmm. and they do it the same way. And then they don't get immediate results. Guys, listen, you need more patience. <laughs> it takes time. I don't start any business that I don't allocate at least two years for zero return. Two years. Wow. Because it takes it to build the relationships and it takes it to understand the processes and the systems and you've got to get the respect from the community and it takes time to develop that. But once you get that, the critical mass kicks in and then the snowball starts rolling downhill and it picks up steam and most people don't have the patience to get there. No, but I mean, I think you made a great point, the two years and it is that patience. It is that consistency. 
And it's one of those things, too. I bet you you have podcasts that you've been on. I mean, you were on my podcast, I think, like two years ago. But right. I bet you've been on podcasts two, three years that you, you get phone calls from still, don't you? Absolutely, 100%. I can't even begin to tell you how many podcasts we've been on that year two, years three, years later, then we get a phone call. People say, hey, I'm hearing, hearing you on this show, hearing you on this show, and I heard you for the first time on this show. And it's like, hey, I'd like to talk to you about the mastermind. It's just that consistency is going to pay off. It's it's true and it's tough. But so how? I mean, you, you get, you've done it now for eight years, so I feel or eight times, and I, I feel like you've trained yourself. But how do you train yourself to push through that consistency? How do you maintain that grit? Is it being in the mastermind? How do you do that? Hundred percent. We're designed to be in community. Isolation is the enemy to excellence. And if you want your life to be transformed, you have to get around trusted advisors that's going to help push you through upper limit challenges. Everybody has them. And Ian, you've had them. I've had them. We lay in bed at night and something goes wrong and you go, oh, my gosh, my whole business is collapsing. Nobody's going to hire me anymore. Nobody's going to believe what I said. The world's coming to an end. And you start telling yourself, I'm not good enough. I don't have enough education. I'm a poser. I'm an imposter. Nobody's going to believe you hear these voices. And then you go to your mastermind group and they go, you idiot. Will you just shut up? That, that is not <laughs> true. And you know it's not true. They push you through that ceiling. We also get to plateaus where we go, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what I don't know. And then once you push through that, other opportunities open. It's the mindset. Your success is your mindset, 100%, without a question. But when you don't have people around you, you only have one filter, only have one life experience. You don't have any way to understand what you should do next. But when you have an outside force, other life experiences, other people that say, hey, man, have you ever thought of it? No, I didn't, I didn't even know to think that way. That's what helps get you through that. You know, I, I've had other guests on. We've talked about masterminds. We talk about this coaching. And and I know there's people listening that still don't do it and still aren't a part of it. And I'm telling you, I mean, listen, listen to Big A here, listening to his group. I'm not telling you this because, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm promoting him. I, I'm doing this for everyone listening because this is probably one of the most important things that you can do. And, you know, when things go tough, that's when you need them the most. And I, I think that's that's the time. I mean, I know when I, things go wrong, that's when we tend to shut down. We go, okay, I don't want to talk to anyone. But I, I think being a part of a group like yours is crucial, especially you've put together all these excellent people. I well, not it. even if it's my group. There's plenty of groups out there. You can form your own group. I wrote a book, The Mastermind Blueprint. I'll teach you how to do your own. So it's not like I'm inviting you to join mine. I'd love for you to join mine. But the point is, is how many people are listening to me right now have been in their office, not on the phone, not on the computer, and they go, I don't know what to do next. <laughs> I'm just stuck, right? How many times have you felt that way? When you can go in and be authentic and let that veil down and you can tell the people that are around you, eight or ten people, hey, I, I'm scared. I'm nervous. My marriage is not working. My kids are failing. I don't know what to do. My wheels are falling off in my business, and I don't know what to do next. These guys walk you through that process, right? You have support. You have people to undergird you, to edify you, to encourage you, to get you back up. Listen, and we'll, we, I know we don't have time today to talk about it, but in 2001, I ran over and killed a pedestrian that was crossing the street. Yeah. My life come to a screeching halt that day. If I didn't have people in my life, I'd still be in a fetal position under my desk. Like I didn't want to come out of my house. And people said, hey, man, you got, 
you know, kids and you're going to have grandkids and you're going to need to get back up and you got business acumen. You need to get back out in the game. And they pushed me back out in the game. If I didn't have people around me, my gosh, where would I be today? I don't know. And many of you listening to me today are in that lonely spot because you don't have anybody that can do those things for you. Yes. And you need those people, the people that are there really for you. It's, it's so beneficial. Every time I, I don't think I have time to go to a mastermind, don't have time to be in one of these groups, I go there. I'm like, what was I thinking? What was I thinking about even doubting coming to one of these? If, if you're in the right one. Now, it takes, you know, I say like yours because I know from talking to other people, from talking to Jason, that it's great. And, and, and you know, you. and Jason, I mean, he's a good friend of mine, but he he will not talk highly of anyone unless they're on the excellent level. So uh, he shot a video for me. We're talking about Jason Swank. And, yeah. Uh, he shot a video for me. He came to one of our live events. And uh, rarely do I go home and show my wife things, you know, because there's a lot of business going on. He shot a video for me, a two-minute testimonial that made me cry, literally made me cry. I went home and showed my wife, and I said, oh, my gosh, Robin, look at this. This is why we do this. Yep. 100% right here. And so, listen, guys, it doesn't, you know, seriously, I'd love for you to get in my group, but just get people around you. Get an accountability group. Get in a mastermind. Get people that you meet with every single week, over two decades like you said earlier, I've got other things to do. We're busy, but I carve out that time every single week for 20 years. And why would I do that if it wasn't valuable? No. And, and you have the success to show it across the board. So, you know, I, and I'm not just promoting your mess. I'm just promoting people getting in the groups. Sure. But, Absolutely. of course, I'm promoting yours, too, because I know it's good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, about what's working for you now. Um, you talked about two things, the private messaging and the video. How are These are so simple little tips, and a lot of people overlook the simplicity of things that really work. So uh, three years ago, three and a half years ago, someone told me, said, you need to do some Facebook Lives. And I said, okay. So I'm walking on the Greenway. I do these uh, talks on the Greenway four, three, four days a week. So I'm out there one day, and uh, I didn't know even how to do a Facebook Live. And I stopped, and I figured it out. And so I didn't know what to say. I had this message I wanted to say, but I didn't even know what to say. And so I took my phone, and I threw it up in front of me, and I went, hit live, you know. And I went, hey, it's Big A, coming to you live from the Station Camp Greenway. And I said my little two or three minute message and I hung up and my phone lit up like a Christmas tree. I mean, there were people making comments and I went, dang, they like that. So (laughs) I started doing it day in and day out. And I started thinking, you know what? Here's the tip. If they like it that well, collectively, I wonder individually how well this will serve me. So what I started doing was I would pick out six, eight, 10 people a week. And I would be out on the greenway when I get through the Facebook live and I'd throw it up and I'd go, start. Hey, Ian, thanks for having me on your show, man. What a blast it was to be on your podcast, man. I can't even begin to tell you how much I enjoyed it. You were so engaging. You were really caring. You made me feel warm. And I just want to tell you, man, thank you for doing that. Boom. Hit stop. And I would text it to your phone. Well, how many people are doing that to you every day? Nobody. And you're like, oh my gosh. And, and so you start watching. So we started making a practice of this instead of writing a lengthy email where I misspell and there's no <laughs> smile and see people see my face. They're like, I'm smiling. I'm pointing. I'm laughing. They can see they're engaged. Well, we started doing that with people on their birthday. People, I would reach out to them on their birthday. I would also reach out like Michael Steltzner, you know, several years at social media marketing world. 
uh, I'd go out there and I'd promote his uh, social media marketing and I would do that. Well, then I would start like messaging him and messaging. They're getting these personal messages. And then I would start interviewing people and we interview dozens and dozens and dozens of people a year. And I don't think I'd have to go back and look. I don't think I've ever been turned down with a video invite for somebody to be on our show because it's so engaging there was a real popular guy recently had 186 happy birthday messages on his Facebook thread. There was one video and we'll call him Billy. Hey, Billy, big A here. I wanted to wish you happy birthday, man. I just went on and on. Who do you think he remembered out of that? Right. Yep. And so people, here's what I hear though. I hate myself on video. Have y'all been listening to me for 45 minutes? How country I am. I mean, like <laughs> I can't stand to hear myself. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter. It's you. But God made you that way. Just get over it and start using video all the time. The dividends it pays is huge. Love it. I love it, especially since that's what we do. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's great, awesome advice. It's simple. And, you know, it's funny. Um, I started, you know, just messaging people. It's kind of a combination of everything that you said, but like three, four months ago, I just started messaging people and saying, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? And then people would be like, well, what do you, what do you want? I'm like, no, I'm just calling to check in. And you know, it, it, and it was amazing. The conversations it led to, because we get caught in that loop. We get caught in a loop of the people we talk to and we have our, our circle. That's our safe circle. And right. getting outside of it, I think it's it's crucial, and it's about those relationships. You're honing those relationships. You're building those relationships. I love that. And Same way we do in the private messaging. We'll get on Facebook, and we'll see the people, you know, Eddie. He's always commenting on my stuff. And so about a year and a half ago, I started picking out the people that were commenting on all of our stuff that weren't in our organization. And I would private message them, and I would say, hey, Eddie, do you have five minutes. I'd like to talk to you for five minutes. And I would give him my phone number, my cell number. And he would call me waiting on the sales pitch, you know, and, and I'd say, Hey man, I just want to thank you for always being there. You're always commenting on my stuff. You're always encouraging me. You're edifying me. You're sharing my stuff. And I had to stop just for a minute and tell you, thank you. And he's like, seriously, like, I can't even believe I'm talking to you. And I'm like, yeah, man, thank you for doing that. That leads into conversations about them and their family, how to win friends and influence people, right? Start asking mm -hmm. questions about them. And the next thing you know, it's like, hey, tell me more about your coaching or tell me more about the mastermind. It's knocking on their door and you're saying, I so appreciate what you're doing. I couldn't do what I do without you because without you, I'm nothing. That's and they're like, man. And so it's just that personal interaction, Ian. It's really not that hard. But being successful in business is not that difficult. We make it difficult because we don't do these small things. Well, and I, it, you know, we're running out of time, but I think it's a super point is that it's, it's the fundamentals and you know, we go out there, you, you know, and I, I talked about, you know, uh, uh, wooden on this and, you know, goes out and teaches you how to tie your shoes. We all look at the sexy, big, shiny object, but it, right. it, it is these fundamentals. And social media should be just that, uh, augmenting the fundamentals, not, oh, what's the, the subject line that's going to get the most emails? When, you, right. when most of us could make five phone calls right. and call the right people, and right. if you did those five phone calls every day, you would transform your business. Sure. What about being human? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need to do. And, no tricks. No. Just care about people. Just care about them. But it's it, that's the one thing that we need to do. And I think that's the best advice out there. And it's it's not sexy in your marketing, but that compassion will go a, a long, long way. I really appreciate it. Uh, so let's talk. You can go to viewfromthetop.com, learn more about Iron Sharpens Iron, learn more about your background, your stories. The last episode you were on, we'll put on here because your stories were moving. You know, you talked about the accident in the last one and some of the things, the hardships you've been through. It's not been an easy time. Um, and so we go from viewfromthetop.com, and then you have a special uh, special I offer do. for the I guests. Have, I want to give you something. Can I give your audience a gift? Yes. Well, there are three documents that I wrote. One is a personal assessment where it really dives deep into your identity and your ideals, your relationships, uh, your career, your faith, your family. It asks you some really thought-provoking questions. There's another one called What Do I Want? And Ian, sadly to say, most people don't know what they want. No, they they just want bigger, better, shinier, faster. Well, th- and then when they get it, it's they like want, they, I, I want to stop you there. They want yeah. what they see other people telling them what they want. And it's not even really what you want. No. And I say it's like the dog catching the car. Now they got it and they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> and it doesn't scratch the itch like they thought it was going to. Live your life proactively like you want to live your life. Answer this document. What do I want? And you can get those at viewfromthetop.com forward slash garlic marketing show. And I've taken the price off. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm going to give you those documents. So go there, download the documents, and hopefully it'll help you live a successful and significant life. I love it. Thank you so much. That's such a generous offer. Those are important things for people to do. If you click on the show notes, that link will be right there. Aaron, thank you so much for being on the show. It's always a pleasure, always exciting, always inspiring. Thank you, buddy. Have a good one. Again. You too. And thank you all for listening to Aaron and I. Uh, make sure to check out viewfromthetop.com. This has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. And thanks for taking us on your journey. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.